family, 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 family. Let's get to it, Kurt. All right, Sunrun 2022. I am out there. I am sweaty and I have my elbows out, Kurt. I'm just raring, just pushing through the crowds, you know? And I just don't, I don't understand the people that think they're hot enough shit to like put themselves in the speedy categories in front of me, right? Because you're supposed to go according to your time, what your estimated time is for a 10K. So, you know, there's like the 40 to 50 minute group. There's the 50 to 60 minute group, which I'm in and, and so on. Right. But yeah. you know, ahead of me is just all these goddamn slow pokes. Like they, they get in there and they just start walking immediately, you know, like they're, they're off to the races. They could, maybe they run to like, yeah, like right at the beginning. And then they just start walking. So then you just pushing through the crowd, just pushing people over, you know, doesn't matter. You got to win this race. Right. Like you're trying to, trying to just get fast as you can, but it's just too many damn people, Kurt. 27,000. 27,000 people running around out there. You just, is this in Vancouver? Yeah, Van, downtown Vancouver. So you just did that this like recently? Yeah, that was on Sunday. So, okay, I've never done that. So they group you, you group yourself into mm-hmm. categories. And yeah. the idea is so you're not passing people all the time. Yeah, the idea is that you'd be with running with people in similar speed as you so you don't have to overtake everyone but yeah so these people i don't know what these people are doing then at the front yeah, like you're out to lunch you can't be walking you can't mm. put yourself into the elite category and then walk it yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta show up big no work. no guys big no no yeah, and that's you what know comes down i could be critical because i signed up the day before the sun run was happening i just replaced some other guy just happened to be in the right time category as me. What? Know? What do you mean? Like my friend was a uh, friend of the show, Nick Rimmer. You know, he's putting out this uh, at a work group of people doing the sun run. And one of his colleagues dropped out last minute. So he's like, oh, Ryan's in town. Like this guy's fast. Added, added <laughs> me to the team. Right. Yeah. So I just took took this guy's spot last minute, really. Are you allowed to do that? Like, did you have to go under associate? name mm-hmm. yeah i put a mustache on um yeah just to just to be safe but yeah for all intensive purposes i was i was dan for the, for the so is this going to come back to dan like down years down the line when someone mm. looks at the results yeah. closely yeah exactly exactly yeah. really drill down into it okay so what do you finish like top five or 100 oh top uh 4700 <laughs> okay yeah that yeah. seems pretty good yeah, not out bad. of twenty-seven thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. So, how many people are at the ahead of you at the start, and how many people? Oh, are behind thousands, you? thousands, tens of thousands, <laughs> both directions. Yeah, yeah. you're like right in the middle. Then? Pretty much, yeah. I started right in the middle, and there's just so many people both both ways down Georgia Street. Were people wearing uh, masks? Uh, some people were. Yeah, you know the Vancouverites. I've noticed they are more cautious about the mask wearing than the. People from the the Okanagan, yeah, yeah. So a couple of people out there wearing masks. One guy in a, like a full dinosaur suit, which I can only imagine would just be like losing ten pounds of sweat in that thing. Yeah, so hot, so sweaty, so sweaty. But you know, I'm I'm just bitching. It was a great time. I love the sun run. Was it sunny though? Mm, no, it was like a perfect overcast. Oh, okay. Just better than yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm all for it great time man it was a great time yeah i was in uh north vancouver for the last week taking care of friend of the show rider hoy 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 rider hoy so yeah so it's uh had some good times taking care of little tui it's uh it's uh it's good it's good little puppy love yeah yeah you right. you've been talking about getting a little mm. guy for yourself and yeah. uh, we'll see what happens over the next little while yeah i'm thinking 
it no i'm thinking no now no god that was an awful experience yeah (laughs) no it was it was a good experience but it's just to get the puppy the like just the that puppy energy is is just a lot a lot to deal with for me and my own so i'm thinking either i need to adapt and get like a dog in their twilight years or one that's like could fall over any minute mm, mm, one of extraordinarily high vet bills or (laughs) i find a gal to get a get a dog with you know so at this rate who knows (laughs) who knows what the (laughs) right direction is going to be here but yeah i'm thinking it's it's a lot to take on for for one guy so it's um you know i was thinking about moving to get a dog now i'm almost thinking just keep the keep the penthouse and just um just live life you know without uh without having to be tied down with the pup yeah i mean yeah it's a big step to to Mm. do that it changes your life yeah it's like having a baby a baby animal a puppy Mm -hmm. oh that's like the definition of a puppy it's a baby yeah you get it you get dogs man like that's that's 100 people people always tell me that i don't know maybe i'll get one yeah there you go that's sweet i'm off the market ryan i'm off the market you mentioned um tinder getting a lady yeah like yeah that's a good excuse or reason why is any i'm off i'm off the market so uh, nice try ladies you won't be getting with me anytime soon i pulled myself off yeah, you just gotta give your. I'm in control now. Yeah. 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 Good. I just yeah. We you talked about that shit. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. I had, yeah. Too much. It was just. Give me the overview. Give me the details, man. Like, so you spent a month on there. What's the uh, what's the success ratio on a swipe for for a guy like Kurt? What are we talking like here? So we're we talking Tinder. Yeah. Just like what's the success? Like you just mean a match. Yeah, for sure. Like if you had to guess uh, how many successful right. matches per like swipe right that you do, what are you thinking? Uh, let's, I don't know, one out of 30. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I'd say mine's, mine's probably close to like one out of 50. Okay. Yeah, it's not, it's fucking soul destroying. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. You yeah. get, a, guy, a guy can only put up with the, with like, rejection and failure for so long and mm-hmm. ghosting too yeah so yeah it's tough there's so many barriers there's so many hurdles you got to get the match right that's that's already like climbing everest is just getting a match and then then you start a conversation and you know one out of 20 of those you don't even get a response or you right. get a unmatch and then you got to carry a conversation or at least get it to a point where you're asking someone out or they're mm-hmm. asking you out, whatever works. And then they have to accept. And so then that's another kind of fork in the road where, okay, one out of 10. And then, and then you have to go further and actually go through with it. Yeah. You heard the stats here, people that takes one out of 4,000 girls. So, you know, yeah. it's, um, the odds aren't great. It's not ideal not ideal at all but hell yeah good you have to have uh you know you have to go into it energized like you can't just go yeah. in being like oh just swiping like i guess i'm kind yeah. of bored that's what it gets like, you at the end like you just you just hate it it's yeah. like i even even and then sometimes you'd match with someone I don't even want to talk to this person. I don't want, I don't want anything to do with this person. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. So that happens too. So yeah, I took myself off. Um, Just me and my plants now from uh, Fleur, Fleur and co my online delivery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Use promo code Kurt Ewell at checkout. Yes. Kurt Ewell. Make sure you spell my last name, right? Y-O-U-E-L-L at Mm -hmm. checkout. You'll get 20% off uh, and free shipping. Wow. I love these um, ad reads. We're on fire. Um, yeah. yeah, I got it. Do you have anything else to add on the dating front? You just, uh, you just want to normalize. Front? You just want to normalize taking, taking time off the dating apps. Yeah. Normalize taking time off the dating apps. Normalize just 
I like being single, pissed off, alone, pissed mm. off. Yeah. Sad. Happy. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't have anything else for dating. No. Got lots of other stuff coming up though at the top of the hour. Top of the hour here. All right. All right. That's good. Um, Kurt, 420 was awesome. Just this last week. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Woo. Um, I know you're a big, you're a big weed guy. And you just love you love weed culture. Like if I ever had to get like a Rasta kind of style hoodie for, for anyone, it would be it'd be you for sure. Like, I would I'm, yeah, I'm that'd like, be dope. I want to see you in like the Jamaican colors, you know, with uh, you know, grow your hair out, get those dreadlocks, like that that would be a dream of mine, really. Uh, but how do you feel about this? Like 420, I was cruising, I was cruising LinkedIn, killing time at work. You know, it's, it's like, all right, I feel like I can go on LinkedIn because it's professional, right? I'm just, I'm just building my, building my professional um, status here, you know, maybe looking around, just killing time, right? And then I, I see my old accounting firm and they're saying, um, we love messages about you. No, no, no. I wish that would be, that'd be spicy, but they were saying we love 420 we're out here celebrating with our um you know marijuana partners our growers we just want to say we really support this community and everything about it and it's just like oh jesus christ like it's it's over it's now. like a it's over a it's pride like angle yeah like if the if the goddamn accounting firms are out there saying how much they support 420 it just it's it's over whatever 420 cool. was before it it just can't continue like this like some just big i don't know over commercialization thing like it's just ryan like, i do not understand there? 420 i yeah. don't understand the um the weed culture mm-hmm. uh, 420 marijuana apparel Bob Marley don't understand any of it. Right. Why do, why do we have this? We don't have uh, like fireball day. Do yeah. We? Maybe yeah. we do. Maybe we could, maybe we could, but I mean, yeah, we could, I guess. I get I it. I just I don't think we need to, you know, my exposure to 420 was just going to UVic and there's the 420 club and this is pre-legalization and every, I think it was Thursday or Wednesday at 420 PM they'd shout 420 and just like there'd be a hundred people lighting up a joint like right outside the library that that was the that's the kind of thing so i don't know it's like never really participated but i always just thought it was like you know people being kind of like you know the cheeky like the anti-establishment like i'm gonna smoke a joint and i don't give a shit like who who can tell me otherwise you know fucking government like not gonna tell me otherwise right and then now we have the, the accounting firms out here who, yeah. you know, maybe in their past were voting against legalization because they're very conservative. And now they've, you know, switched their tone and being like, oh no, we're, they're valued customers now. Right. So that's the kind of, that's the kind of shit I'm picking up on. So I think, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's my hot take. I, I don't so get it. Take. Like, let's yeah. just cancel 420. Like now we have a good reason to with the accountants mm. kind of joining the fray. Like, I don't know what they're doing and why they need to post on LinkedIn, but yeah. uh, I don't really get why it existed in the first place. I guess it makes more sense when it's against the law and then you're just, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. But now I, I don't know. Did Mary, did someone die on 420 a long time ago? And now we have to, celebrate or look mm. back reflect on this date every day um we don't need it i mean definitely now that it's legal in canada i should say we don't need it at all just smoke weed every day that's right kurt lift the lift the kurt you lifestyle and just yeah just smoke, smoke it up, it every, up day. Every, every day all day smoke you that know. shit up bro oh, B. Mm. yeah mm. Not, not sure about that okay that's all i wanted to say about 420 linkedin um yeah, LinkedIn is hit and miss. Like I'm I go on LinkedIn semi often now. I actually find like I or there's some interesting stuff just in my uh in my territory the, the hardwood, hardwood the hardwood, mm. right? Yeah. So I like to actually see some interesting stuff. 
but there's also so much garbage on there. You get all these crappy, um, um, I don't know what to call them, but like stories, like you'll get so this novel, like some fake, some the CEO from Weedogenics, uh, Abby, and um, <laughs> um, they'll post a novel saying like one day, oh, when I was just starting out, my employer asked an associate of mine to work overtime and he said no and blah, blah. and they'll go on and on about this like this story this this um, memoir this thing and and just make up some motivational crap or mm-hmm. or something like that and everyone it gets all these thumbs up and claps and and then you also get your your images of top leadership traits and and stuff like that and oh you know being kind to others is is great like yes thank you it's just a lot of uh a lot of crap a lot of wasted space, yeah a lot of shit a lot of just like companies trying to promote promote themselves yeah i guess that to be expected but i just see a lot of like oh our company how great are we we spend our day volunteering for for two hours at the food bank and we got this picture that we can put on all of our newsletters now you know like that kind of shit uh, right yeah it's just yeah it's uh somewhat sometimes though linkedin just kills me it just kills me it'd be funny to like i think out of all the platforms i'd love to see more people shit posting like i think that would just be that'd just be a riot just just absolutely uh, shit posting i mean i feel LinkedIn. like i already see that on linkedin and i don't need to see it on there. I see just shit being posted. Except it's not funny. It's yeah. stupid. It's stupid. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I sometimes feel like like I'm soulless at times. I don't even believe in souls. So I whatever. Mm, but good. I kind of I don't believe in souls. But at the same time, I feel like I might be soulless. Like for example, I don't think children are very funny. Sometimes people send me children doing dumb things. I don't think it's funny because I could do those dumb things like myself, like mm. the way they kind of like toddlers kind of waddle blah, like, yeah, great. Like they can barely walk or stand. Um, and that, that means you're soulless. Like you're, that. Just well, I just don't take humor or enjoyment in these little things that seem to bring to light to everyone's lives. Well, I mean, yeah, you're a highbrow podcast owner here. Like, yeah, you got people got to impress you with the content. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I get and it. I, I get you. you know, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with this original. Well, point. Just, now just you don't have a soul. Like, I guess, you know, we were talking <laughs> I was going to bring it back to all LinkedIn of a sudden, somehow, though. Yeah. All of a sudden, we know Kurt doesn't have a soul and doesn't believe in souls. So, so that's I don't good. know. I guess like I see stupid. Um, you see the odd meme on LinkedIn, like sales or business memes but I, I just see a lot of like empty just uh fake stories or dumb stories or uh just lists of qualities an organization should have or whatever there's a reddit a subreddit called that happened and it's like made up stories and it's like oh like my child my two-year-old came in and uh explain to me thermodynamics and it's like oh that didn't happen and i feel like there's a lot of that on linkedin where it's just like this is didn't happen and if it did like it's stupid anyways <laughs> don't post it <this> <laughs> yeah. like yeah I, like if, if I, you're fired like I, you don't work <laughs> for me but you're fired yeah get him out of here oh it's just annoying Mm. Uh, i went to the dentist uh this week so my teeth are feeling real clean yeah same um like they get in there they grind you right Mm. they pick and grind and they brush and so my teeth i don't know if it is like uh just like the placebo effect kind of thing where they feel like super smooth or if they are like super smooth like is there a noticeable difference when you come walk out of there with your teeth and your oh yeah under their tongue yeah it's noticeable for sure like yeah, they get the they get the metal tools out there you know like like they're grinding them it's down. crazy what they're allowed to do with you while you're in that chair all kinds of things like, yeah shocking but um 
I was wondering, have you ever gone to the dentist? Just like, like don't brush your teeth. <laughs> don't like just have tons of food in your mouth and teeth. Just go in there. No, I'm too afraid of disappointing them. <laughs> the pressure is too high. Like, yeah. you know, like I, I we already talked about how I lie about how often I floss to impress them. You know, like I just, it's just too much, too much pressure. Kurt. I can't handle that kind of disappointment in their eyes if there, if there was food in my teeth like i know i'm going yeah. in there to get my teeth cleaned but i have to do the pre-cleaning the, yeah that yeah that's what i mean like everyone i think does like a pre-cleaning but what if we mm. just what if i just put off doing any cleaning for right. for like the six month eight month nine month period or just maybe then not too for maybe not, doing not their that job. yeah like what the i didn't <laughs> i didn't know i had all these cavities or, or this is yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I think, yeah, give it a go, man. I'd love to do the, not to get you cavities, but just the day before, just not cleaning, just knowing that you're paying or your insurance is paying to get your teeth cleaned. Like, yeah, just take the, like... take the day off brushing, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what are we paying you for? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm into it. Definitely into <laughs> it. You know, it's just big dental propaganda out there. Oh, you know, I, actually, I was disappointed this time. I didn't even get to choose what color of toothbrush I got. Oh, oh, they God. shoved it into my hands and shoved me out the door as fast as I could. Just yeah. uh, yesterday that happened. Mm. Same thing happened. I didn't get a pick. So now I've got the same color toothbrushes last time. They, they want me to wear a retainer at nighttime. Okay. Yeah. And I know for certain I'm not going to do it, but they, they're, ma- they're crafting this thing as we speak. Well, you and, have to pay for that. Oh, insurance pays for it, but the whole thing. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Sure. Okay. And yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I get, I'm going to get this thing. going to wear it a couple of times. And then Did you also go to the dentist yesterday. Uh, yeah. Wow. Same, same Z's. Yeah. <laughs> 3345. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I was thinking about you in the chair. That's good. We have that kind of connection. That's why I was like, yeah, we can't pod tomorrow. I'm going to be recovering yesterday. I'm going to be recovering from the dentist. You know, are you a grinder? Is that why the retainers? I'm a, I'm a clencher. Oh, clencher. Clencher. Yeah. Yeah, No grinding, but uh, save that for the dance floor. The clenching. I just, um, just get so pissed off during the day. Accounting, accounting for things. I just, 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 yeah. It all adds up. Do you ever get it uh, like confused whether you should be accounting something or counting something? No. Oh, Kurt, Kurt. Yes. Oh, like like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to count things. And then they're like, no, no, no. Like, Ryan, <laughs> you have to account for them. Yeah, that and is like, uh, oh, like if I had a nickel, man, like, God damn. I, I just wrote my final exam for my intermediate accounting. And that was mm. definitely the, as a non-accountant that just dipping my feet in the water yeah. is definitely like the biggest, the biggest struggle, like coming from the hardwood world is we're like, when do I account? And when do I count? It's, mm. it's kind of a tough thing to kind of wrap your head around. Totally. Yeah. They'll get to that. in uh, you know, your advanced accounting courses. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think I'll get to advanced accounting. Oh God. You'll never That's, know. Yeah. You'll be wandering uh, around life, not knowing if you're accounting or accounting um the teeth i actually brought up something else like if the so i was thinking the other day if the world ended would you still brush your teeth like like the world ended you're still alive though so i guess okay yeah did the world end that's a whole nother conversation we'll say that in the very next episode if the world ended how can the world end if you're still alive save Mm -hmm. that for next episode let's focus on the the teeth uh kurt doesn't have a soul and um yeah so my teeth Let's see. I think, yeah. Do I, yeah. Do I still do my skincare routine? Well, that's um, like, so what got know? me thinking is I like, yeah, at the dentist chair with you, a separate mm-hmm. chair, separate dentist, but thinking about that. And then we're thinking about all these TV shows and movies and obviously like they've got their makeup on and stuff, but I thought teeth, man, like would their teeth be like falling out or, mm. or what do they do in there? Cause I feel like that would, more than anything would be would be hurting yeah, the most like if you're walking dead fast. you're you're sheriff wreck and walking dead like you're missing your teeth at this point aren't you and you're <laughs> you're scarier than the <laughs> zombies fall out. yeah 
Yeah. What happens if you just stop brushing your teeth? I don't know. Like big dental doesn't want me to know what happens. Right. Yeah. Just keep brushing, son. (laughs) Don't don't ask any questions. They keep on brushing those teeth, boy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I would. I think I'd keep on brushing my teeth simply because it would be horrendous if there was no one there to fix it for me. Yeah, but you run out of toothpaste at once. Oh, no, there's there's still toothpaste lying around. It's just like a video game. Like you just pick it up. You just pick it up off the ground, you know? Go into someone's old apartment and take their toothpaste. Um, Let's go to Bessa Kelowna real quick. Yeah. Um, Bessa Kelowna. So the nominations are closed. Um, I don't know what's going on now. It says voting opens May 2nd. So... Uh, if you recall, we were pushing for best podcast, of course, best local podcast, uh, which we've got the silver medal in previously. But we we're also going for an underdog category in best hair removal. Mm-hmm. And you have to get a certain you have to get there's a threshold. So just one nomination isn't enough. You need to be in like the top amount of nominations. So um, I'm hoping like I. I'm thinking they'll let us know at some point here whether whether we're making it into either of those categories for voting, but um, we'll, we're definitely going to tell the Lantern Knights if we do, especially the hair removal. That's very. I'd love to have that on our on our mantle. Uh, yeah. Best hair, you know, best uh, second best podcast 2020, and was it 2020? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and followed up by best hair removal 2022. Yeah. Like that's we'll a pivot. Be- We'll be campaigning hard for that if we make it past the I can send round. in, yeah, I'll have to send in like a lot of pictures of just me, you know, shaving my head. And yeah. like, that's just, that's, that's the kind of hair removal we're all about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. That's got me back more interested in it. Yes. My boy. Yes. We shall. Victory shall be ours very soon. Oh, and then. What's up with like we should take this moment to talk about um is it Czech media? Is that how you how do you yeah. pronounce this place? Yeah, Czech it's media. Czech. So like are these guys corrupt? Like these guys are constantly just uh pushing their own podcasts and stuff. They're like they'll have articles like top local podcasts. You know, I'll be their their own podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. So for reviewers from South Korea, you know, this is uh, the company that runs the media website Kelowna Now. Um, probably like one of the more popular websites out there yeah. for Kelowna news. And yeah, every, every like pretty much every day that I go on there, I see some kind of article that's just like clearly an ad for their own media, but it's not labeled like an ad. Yeah. Know? Like they, they just kind of slide it, as, like, it in there as news. Yeah. Yeah. They slide it in there. It's kind of bullshit, isn't it? It is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. It's just like all these fucking, uh, you're not going to like all these billionaires buying up all these media companies then, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Buying Twitter. What the hell? What the hell? Next thing you know, they're going to buy, I don't know who owns Zoom, who owns audio, who owns the Podbean. I don't know our I mean, podcast stuff. Coffee Anderson started a podcast. He's taking our idea. Yeah, is he gonna have us on the show? I don't know. We have, probably have to message him. I just I didn't really look into it too much, other than he said he started a podcast and I don't part know, of his uh, media empire. Yeah, yeah, he's the the music mogul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he's self represented. He's done all this himself. Now he's, I can totally see him branching and he's already hit Netflix. He's on TV. He's music. He's now he's doing podcasting. Like he probably was the other bid for Twitter. Yeah. That's but he probably point. fell quite a bit short. Of, mm, 44 bill. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, Kurt. You know, it is funny to see all the, the left wing people out there just straight up bitching about Elon buying Twitter though. It's it's kind of funny. Uh, well, what do you just, what are you just people just piss? No, I'm, I'm just a neutral thing to me. Like it oh, doesn't okay. it doesn't. I don't use Twitter. You know, I don't give a shit. Like it's just you know passing the buck from one person to the other, and everyone's acting like the you know the world's ending with 
with Twitter being owned by Elon Musk. It, yeah, it I mean, it's a very popular platform, especially for for news and, and everything. So I don't think it's a good thing. Um, I don't know about the world ending. Yeah. Um, if there are nukes going off outside my window, I'm not sure I'd be worth too concerned. But buying Twitter, um, yeah, I'm not too concerned, but I don't think it's a good idea. It doesn't set a good precedent, precedence. Mm, I don't want Elon owning all this stuff yeah i mean i don't know like billionaires all own their their media companies like all their newspapers and what's and a newspaper ryan yeah what, you know all the it? articles aren't like you know our boy uh jeff bezos owns washington post uh he yeah just, he just like posts all this you know pro you know amazon shit <laughs> well there you go but also with yeah. the newspaper yeah i don't know it's a bit different I mean, Elon, he right. could just go in and start blocking people and deleting stuff. I guess, I don't know. Yeah, nothing's yeah, going to top or having a president out there just tweeting. Just Well, he could bring him back like, on Twitter. He could, but yeah, Trump said he was he's not coming back. He's too busy with uh, Truth Social. Can't wait to join that one. Okay, never heard Could you imagine that. just pissing people off on there? <laughs> <laughs> log in and just shit posting that would be so funny <laughs> uh but in other news um you know uh alex jones alex jones Infowars, they are apparently bankrupt um from this sandy hook uh trial have you you know we haven't really talked about alex jones since the old uh my pro speech days pro free speech days but yeah, Alex Jones. He's uh, he's out of there, bankrupt. Don't know what's happening in Infowars. I'm gonna have to find something else to watch every every night right before bed. You know, it's uh, yeah, too bad, too bad, Kurt. Are you sure? Yeah, mm. yeah. I I don't know. I heard, I heard something about that. I saw the odd headline about those Sandy Hook trials. Yeah, Alex the, Jones. You guys can point dumbass, but <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. It was like good times logging into Infowars and just getting bombarded with vitamin supplement sales. And then you get like 10 minutes of Alex Jones just yelling at you through the computer screen. <laughs> it just uh, always yeah. brought a smile to my I face. I don't know if I've ever went on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. <laughs> it was a good time, Kurt. Um, um you know what's new with me? I'm a yeah. fermentation guy now. Get it? I bought this book, uh, Noma's Guide to Fermentation, and I got these um, these jars, mason jars, scattered throughout the house. I'm just gonna start fermenting things. See what cooks. You know, like what? What? It, like blueberries? Cooks? Like I'm gonna? I've added some salt, uh, like a certain proportion of salt, to these blueberries, and it's gonna yeah. select for uh, <laughs> lactobacillus bacteria to grow. And, you know, these guys a week later, you know, they're going to do their magic like microbes always do, you know, from water to wine, um, from blueberries to like savory blueberries, you know, a little bit of unami in there. Right. Right. It's going to be, yeah, it's just going to be my little science, little science experiments going here. Yeah, that's totally interesting. Yeah, that's going to be my my new thing. I feel like this is like a, a pandemic hobby that I've been wanting to do, but just. Uh, just didn't happen but here we are here we are it totally here. sounds like a pandemic hobby uh yeah that's pretty interesting like yeah it sounds like some sort of laboratory going on in your yeah unit. it really is you know i figured like i was being too nice of a neighbor and i just gotta kind of stink this place up a bit will it stink bad I, it hasn't smelt at all yet okay it should be good it should be all fine but you know i'll find out find out pretty quickly here um it's time to start thinking about song of the summer noms as we as we dip into May. Woo! We're back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're just getting warmed up before this. Yeah, like when we don't have song of the summer to talk about. Well, I don't know. Yeah, we just God. make this shit up. Yeah. Uh yeah, we're coming into May. Um we're starting we're yeah, we're entering the nomination period just like for clone an hour, we're entering the nomination period for song of the summer, I think. Um <clears throat> I'd say send them in if you got them. Uh, I do have one here. First nom of the year. Yeah, it's interesting because I had an internal debate, but it's called it's June, July, 
August by Ryan Hurd. I like it. I like <laughs> I like the a, fact that it has a lot of summer months in there. And that, it's that, also by Ryan. So that's, that's the promising. sole reason it's made it onto the nominations is because I really like the name of the song. Mm. Like, yeah, those are the summer months. Yeah, like June, July, right? August. Like, fuck me up. Yeah. So that, that's my first nomination. Okay. Uh, Where did you find this, this little gem? Uh, I Well, I follow Ryan Hurd, so I usually see every once in a while when he has new music out, but I think this song came out last year. Okay. Okay. So, Do we want to talk about that new, uh, new Wheeler, album? Yeah. 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 I wanted to get to that. Yeah. I don't know if there's a nom on there yet or not, but yeah, Wheeler Walker Jr., yeah, I gotta pull up the album list here. It's Do called um, "Sex, Drugs, and Country Music." Wheeler Walker Jr. came out April fifteenth. Um, yeah, do you do you want to go down the track list? Maybe I listened to a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the song names are definitely enticing. They really catch your eye. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Wheeler. What kind of name is Wheeler? Wheeler Walker Jr. Here we go. Yeah, he's the guy that came out with uh, Fuck You Bitch, which was a, a classic. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to read out a few of these uh, song titles here for sex, drugs, and country music. Beaver Fever, Fucked by a Country Boy, She's a Country Music Fan, Pussy and Beer, God Told Me to Fuck You, Sluts in Heaven, Honky Tonk Whore, Tears in my jizz, Beavertown, sex, drugs, and country music. Fuck that guy. <laughs> wow, yeah, there's a lot of gold in there. I don't think yeah. I've listened to Honky Talk Horror yet. So that's what I was just listening to was mm. Honky Talk Horror. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I like. I think my favorite name out of all these is God Told Me to Fuck You. That Listen, one's good. That I uh, the one that's been that's always caught my eyes, tears and matches. Mm. But I do like that one as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is sad. <laughs> I just think of Eric Clapton's uh, um, "Tears in Heaven." Is that what it's called? Oh, okay. uh, and that's a sad song about mm-hmm. Road after his son fell off a building and died. And that's what I think about this one: tears and matches. Yeah, and the the cover art is wheeler walker jr the cowboy hat uh giving you the middle finger yeah that's good good yeah it's kind of like that taco shell cowboy hat that toby keith wears too it's like, yeah that's a good you got point. Your different styles right so he's kind of got the toby keith look going on yeah should we hit up lamley's and get a couple of these this summer <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we got to kind of figure it. I mean, what's the beach cowboy rolling with? Is it one of these hats? Because we were already trying to commit to that look for some. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been trying to find more uh, Brian Kelly kind of like shirts. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're expensive, though. They're premium, like 200 bucks. Tommy Bahama. Yeah, big time. Get a shark tooth around your neck, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to call Brian Kelly's hat. I'm looking at it now. He's kind of. Yeah, it looks sick, though. Looks sick. You know, um, something you probably don't think about as a guy with hair is that, you know, the bald guys, you know, we got to be, you got to be strategic about your hat wearing. Like, it's, um, you know, it's important. Hey, it's important to cover that melon. You know, it's, it's very direct, very direct in the sunlight, you know, so either you got to, you got to take care of that thing. But also, um, the thing you probably weren't thinking about is when you, when you meet people and, you have a hat on, you know, do you have, do you have to wear a hat, you know, every time you see that person in the future or because yeah. they just think you have a full head of hair at this point. Right. They don't know. They don't know you're bald. And then yeah. you come, you come next time and you either have to commit to wearing a hat every time you see this person, or you just got to, you got to pull the bandaid off and just go bare melon out there. Uh, well right yeah i mean you want to do it sooner otherwise if you go like four uh meetings dates yeah. whatever and you're still wearing the hat every time then after that it's almost point of no return right you can't just all of a sudden reveal mm. that you're bald after that it freaks people out 
<laughs> yeah, like it'd be shocked, shocked and appalled. <laughs> like we all know that the bald guy that's wearing worn a hat like nonstop. Like they don't take the hat off. The hat does not come off, right? Yeah. And that's like you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, but you also gotta wear hats, people. You gotta wear hats. So it's um I could see myself getting into a situation where just like maybe just the stars align and I'm just always wearing a hat when I see this person and then they see me one time without it and they just they just don't recognize me. That's that's an internal internal fear that I harbor. Mm-hmm. Brian Kelly's hat is just a cowboy hat. It's a regular cowboy hat. Oh, you're looking at it now? Just send you the link. Yeah, and I was looking at yeah. it on my phone too. Mm-hmm. Um, he, damn, he's got a good look for this album. Yeah, God, got a real, real good look. Um, he actually came out with a new song um, the other week, last week. So I can actually listen to that after I finish Honky Tonk Horror. Interesting. I wonder what a uh, friend of the show, John Favreau, has in store for Song of the Summer. Guy's been. Um... He's been cold lately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't even get it last year. No, he was going for uh, Why Don't You and I, I think, mm, right? Yeah, that's right. And he, he got he, a little cocky there. Yeah, he got a little cocky right after Blue Tacoma. You know, that was, uh, we'll see what, see what you got, Johnny. Boy. Yeah, you know, for a while I thought it was going to stay country forever. But then mm. we, we put in Santana and Chad. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's talk about Fast X. Fast mm. X, the next film in the Fast and Furious saga. It, it's Fast 10, but they, they've called it, um, they stylized it as Fast X. Um, yeah, some, you know, Vin is out on the gram. He is doing his best to really, to really uh, market this film, this whole franchise, really. Like, we've talked about it before. The... Uh, this franchise means so much more to Vin Diesel than it does to anyone else on this planet, including everyone else in the cast. Uh, he's always out there. He's posed, he was posted novels out there on, on Instagram. And then he posted this really awkward video with the director, Justin Lin and Justin, the director who's directed a bunch of the fast and furious movies did not really look comfortable at all. He was like <laughs> looking away from the camera, yeah. Vince smiling. He's like, he's like, it's okay. gonna be the best one yet. And and Justin's like, yeah, I think so. And and then like a day after it comes out, Justin Lynn drops out of the movie due to creative differences. Well, he's still so, he's still a producer, but yeah, what does that mean? But not directing anymore. Everything yeah. with this and with everything else I've heard, especially with the rock i mean leads me to believe that vin is just a pain in the ass and he is like big ego and he just i don't know he's very uh uh particular about this franchise and he he probably thinks it probably thinks it's like the best thing on earth yeah 100 100 percent. big personality to manage you know he's a big guy he's got to get he's a big guy with a big heart you know, you gotta, you gotta get your emotions involved with Vin, you know, you gotta talk about your family. Like you gotta open up to him. You can't just, you can't just show up and start, you know, telling him to go, you know, do this, do that. You gotta earn his respect. Justin. I don't know if he was always like this or if he started actually merging into Dom, like yeah. as a person. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. He's, every post, uh, he welcomed a couple actors and actresses to the franchise. Um, Jason Momoa and Brie Larson, welcome to the family. And welcome to the goes family. on about how significant it is to join this amazing saga and blah blah blah. It's just uh, and then he, you know, one thing that kind of bugs me is um going off uh, going on a tangent a little bit, but um, Mia, the lady uh, Jordana Brewster, yeah, Jordana Mia, Brewster, yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, she's like, I think his cheerleader. I always see, she's the only one I see. I see her on. Yeah. She comments on everything. Yeah. Like hearts, clapping hands. Yeah. But um, of course she's with Brian O'Connor in the movies. Mm. And what has always bugged me is, well, Brian retired. He hung up the rims because he died in real life. So he hung up the rims to be with his family. But for some reason, Mia's still sticking around. Doesn't make any sense. Why? Why would she put herself at risk? They're going in outer space, whatever, racing against submarines. There's no reason why she would be involved in this anymore. 
I mean, oh, courage, say, courage. She's family. Like, she is Dom's sister. But yeah. It's I was like, well, then Brian should just lace him up again and get back out there. But of course he can't because he's dead. So yeah. it kind of irked me a little bit. But uh, Dom is going off about how she was written out of the, the last couple movies here. And then he, he demanded they bring her back in, which Good. it makes sense on, from that perspective, but from, you know, I'm trying to take these, these plots seriously and it, it's just not calculating. It's not computing in my head. How yeah. It works. Well, if there's anyone from uh, universal studios or, you know, if Justin Lynn's listening and he needs some writers, like uh, at your service right here, Kurt and Ryan. I think everything goes through Vin at this point. You just, we just need to DM <laughs> yeah. Send him the craziest thing some you writers. can think of. And yeah. then he might actually put it in the movie. I feel like you have to like put in like a really heartfelt message, you know, saying yeah, like, you I've been say, following like, this franchise since yeah. I was like seven years old and now I'm 27. You know, like Dom talking with his family, it just reminds me of, you know, summer days down in the Baja, you know, yeah. like, you know, fixing cars with my old man. And, you know, he used to play catch with me every day after work coming from a job as a mechanic, you know, like just go on and on about this kind of, that kind of stuff. And like, anyways, I'd love to write for you. Um, <laughs> yes. I think that's exactly what, would, what it would take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really sell it. That'd be good. That um, would be good. I got a couple other items we got to hit. Yeah. Um, So I have this Bluetooth speaker at my house. Um, I have a, it's a sound bar for my TV specifically. Okay. Sits above the mantle. If you can picture this open, open concept living room. I have the TV mounted above the fireplace. The sound bar is sitting on the, the fireplace mount mantle. Got the subwoofer to the right. Right. It's all hooked up through Bluetooth, um, no, no cables. So I'm watching movies. I got this beautiful crystal clear sound cinematic experience going I'm watching TV. Oh, I, yeah. I'm watching all those movies I rambled on about last, last time. And then I realized someone's taken over my Bluetooth. I, I'm, it turns out I had been watching like a show and somebody had hacked into my Bluetooth. I was hearing like birds chirping and all this background sound. I thought that was part of the show, but it turns out it, it's, it wasn't. And it makes sense because it would be like, yeah, just inside completely indoor scenes. And I hear all these weird like nature sounds and stuff. And then, <laughs> but I realized because um, it wasn't until after I turned everything off, turn off the TV, turn off the Bluetooth speaker. I'm getting into bed. And I hear all this sound and I thought it was maybe my upstairs neighbors or something. I was like, well, is it really that loud coming from upstairs? And I go out to the living room. No, my Bluetooth's back on. And there's there's some stuff playing. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And so I turn it off again, go back to bed. A little while later, I started hearing some sounds again. I'm like, what the hell? Either someone's uh, fucking with me or this place is haunted. And, um, yeah, I, so I, anyways, I think someone was just connecting to my Bluetooth speaker. I don't really know what was playing. It wasn't anything. It was, yeah, it was kind of seemed like, uh, like nature sounds or just like kind of background sounds rather than like a show. Um, do you think they were like hearing it through the wall and they thought that their speaker was on, but it was just really quiet. Oh, like, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it would have to be through the floor. Oh yeah. Um, it would have to be my upstairs neighbor in that case. Cause just the way where my, my speaker is compared to my to the adjacent units, they're too far away. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would have to be the upstairs neighbor in that case. But anyways, that happened uh, a couple weekends ago and it hasn't happened since. So I'm been laying low for a little bit, but I'm wondering, is this, I have to figure out how to lock this thing up and, you know, kick these people out. They can't have them harassing me, turning on my Bluetooth and playing, you know, yeah, they just put honky on tonk like, Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, I think you just have to, uh, it's a war, Kurt. You got to get in there. You have to figure out their Bluetooth situation and yeah. start playing stuff on theirs. But I don't even know who it is. Yeah, you might, you might have a, 
a couple misfires, but you know, yeah. that's uh, it's a, it's a cost you got to take to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. Um, have you ever gone to a diner or like a breakfast place and only ordered coffee and bacon? No. Like you never just order bacon as a food just by right? itself. Yeah. No, I don't think I've ever done that. No. Yeah. So I, I saw that recently, like on TV and I feel like I've seen it before. It's kind of a weird move. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? I, or, I don't know. Like, I could see like, is it weird to order coffee and a slice of pie? Um, no, that sounds really good. I don't think I've done that though, but it it's, sounds really it good. It sounds really good. Um, yeah, I think just bacon be kind of weird. It'd be like, yeah, I get a uh, three scrambled eggs and a cup of coffee. Like, yeah, that'd be weird. Like coffee and toast. Yeah, that's okay. But yeah, like that's okay. Uh coffee and a muffin also okay. But yeah, yeah the just the, the bacon by itself seems a little like uh, yeah, it's a little, a little like weird. it's like someone only does it only eats meat or something. Mm. They don't eat eggs or toast. So they yeah, they animal products only. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. I don't know where you're getting all these ideas from. You got uh, uh yeah, some I think strange watched... influences down in the south, huh? Yeah, definitely. I got some. There's strange things going on down here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I watch TV too much. I, too many movies and shows. <laughs> yeah, I was watching some some weird stuff. Mm. Um, the, I was at the at a light the other day, like driving. So I'm in my car now. So picture that I'm in my car. Now. I'm mm. not at home. And I just, you know, I had this urge to adjust my mirror, like my uh, rear view mirror. Yeah. But the same thing goes for the side mirrors too. Um, but rear view mirror is specifically in this moment, I had this urge to adjust it, but I was a little, uh, I was a little um, anxious. I was a little uh, worried that if I adjust my mirror, like is the person behind me going to like take that the wrong way? Is it like, I guess my question here that I wrote down or my statement here is adjust, adjusting your mirrors at a light. So when you're stopped, there's traffic like in front and behind you, or at least behind you, it's badass because it is kind of like a power move. Cause I'm thinking if I'm adjusting my mirrors, the other person behind me is thinking I'm adjusting it to like look at them right right like that's what i think every time i adjust my mirror is the person behind me is thinking like this person is adjusting their mirrors to to look at me or to look closer at me what do you think yeah they are powerless to your adjusting yeah yeah like i could go wild adjusting both side mirrors and the rear room mirror and kind of make even make eye I think contact. I think yeah it's a power move when you make eye contact like that's a requirement <laughs> almost like you you're fixing the mirror you're looking up but then you just like right when you fix it you just immediately make eye contact yeah. you, you don't look away either like you just like you, you, you got to start doing that more often mm. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great visual I don't even have to adjust my mirror just want to just want to make a point but no, like, but adjusting the mirror, like actually making that movement with your hand, especially with the rear view, it's really powerful, I think. So I think actually that work, the side view is kind of hilarious too, because it's more of a, it's kind of more of like a niche mirror. So it's kind of like, why are you looking at me through the side, side mirror? Like you could just look at me through the rear view mirror. So it's kind of weird in that aspect, I think. <laughs> if I'm if I'm behind you, I'm gonna pretend you're in front of me and you're staring at me to the side mirror. I'm like, what is this psycho doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing looking at me through your side mirror? But if you adjust, you reach up your hand, adjust. I see you reaching up and adjusting your rear rear, rear view mirror, and then you make eye contact with me. I'm like, I'm like get goosebumps. <laughs> at that point if i'm in the car behind you that's kind of my whole thought process yeah yeah we haven't had a new power move in a while so yeah gonna have to test this one out here yeah that's big i really like that one because i was thinking about that stopped at a light and i was like do you think it would work on uh cops being behind you like you're you're (laughs) yeah cops are behind you and you're just you might draw a little attention to yourself like a little unwanted Uh, yeah that's true that's true but, but they yeah, probably they probably be like, oh damn, like I respect you. Yeah, that's right. Good. I, I really like that one though. 
Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about that, but you know, there's a lot of, a lot of our power moves involve driving, you know, whether it's the lack of windshield wiping or. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, cause these are like death traps. These are, you're, you're in a powerful situation, like right? life or death situation at all times. And you're and not just your own life. Like other people are, are kind of at your mercy. Yeah. It's like, it's it have... like a pedal to the metal. You just want to have some tools in your pocket to say, you know, sell down a little lady. Like I'm in control. I'm here. not going to kill you, but I could. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what we need. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of driving, there are just so many dickheads out there with these goddamn Canadian flags still. And, you know, they're still like, they're honking at each other in Kelowna. Look, hey, look at you. Like, because the couple of fucking idiots, like, what are they protesting? The I, vaccine I passport know. is gone, people. The, like, the mask restrictions gone. Like, what do they want? I don't know. I think it's, I think they've just, they love the community behind it. You know, they started waving that might to be each it. other. The community. They, yeah, they started waving to each other and they like thought, well, kind of like there's a fellow patriot right there. God bless them. Like, let me just uh, keep this up and we can keep on waving to each other for another 10 years. How about that? You know, like, I don't, I think that's the way it is now. Cause they, they, they're not protesting anything. Fucking dumbasses. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, it could just be the community aspect of it. Mm. Like, turns out they were just lonely. Yeah. yeah that's it there's a little sad yeah yeah that's interesting oh, they're still out there in full force though uh yeah i i run into them once in a while i don't think i see them as much here in down in the south surprisingly down in the south mm. um but i see them once in a while usually it's though when i wander too close to the Kelowna border right, right. yeah i don't know what it is about Kelowna, but it's got to be like the i mean don't they call it like the I don't know the redneck of BC or Alberta, BC. Like it's the closest out of everywhere in BC. It's like the most redneck, I guess. Probably got the most Alberta money in yeah. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, a lot of ties to Alberta. God bless them. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right, Kurt. Anything else before we wrap her up? Uh, no. Um, no, we'll see you next time. We got lots to talk about, I think, next time already. Uh, and we'll stay tuned for uh, Song of the Summer. Get your noms in, but also stay tuned um, for the best hair removal um, voting round, I think, on, for Kelowna now. God bless. Ragtop Broncos, for they were cool Singing Kenny Chesney by a hotel pool We made our own bar by the beach My cooler was our stool You worked at AJ's, I rented rental chairs I love the way the breeze messed your hair up But don't take much, and I'm right back there When we were young and drunk by the water Kept that sunburn love getting high Sand lines on your skin I do June, July, and August A thousand times again A thousand times again Everybody's had that summer flame But to me we felt like a different thing More like a real tattoo In a world of henna ink there's one sunrise I wish never came 6 a.m. August 28th It looked like heaven But I'd turn it back to the 27th When all